Welcome into the Picking Maru Tide post-game podcast show. Um, I'm Ricky Whitaker taking over the hosting duties tonight. Joining me on the podcast tonight is uh, Mr. Jeremy Shesby, who was on the sideline with us tonight, and David Burnett, who always does a good job rolling the sidelines, getting video footage. And uh, Jeremy, for your first time with us tonight, baptism by fire. Uh, it's kind of a understatement, right? Yeah, baptism's a good word to use as I was definitely uh, buried in the water. Certainly was. It was a, it was a gully washer of a game. Uh, Pickney takes the game 51-14 over the homestanding Pasigula Panthers. A tough place to play. It always has been. And if I'm not mistaken, this is uh, the first time that, that Cody Stockner has beaten Coach Lewis Sims as a coach. I think they've only matched up one other time, so uh, got to do that. Uh, great, great ball team. Really good, classy coach, good organization all the way around. But, boy, tonight, Picune came out, and they're 1-0 in district. But, Dave, we needed to see some spark, and I think we saw that tonight. Yeah, I think uh, we kind of talked about it on the ride there, and I'm kind of so glad I got to ride with you guys uh, to the game to kind of get the little tickle of each other's brains a little bit. We kind of talked about the bye, and I even talked to Clay this week uh, today. I think the bye did them good. Like, uh... You never really want to lose any momentum, but really, there was no momentum to lose because the tide has lost to Ocean Springs two weeks ago, and you're kind of like, man, this just doesn't look like you, know, you and I have been covered for the last two years, going on our third year, and uh, tonight they just came out with a fire. I mean, I know it was wet, but they played like their tails on fire tonight. Right? I couldn't agree with you more, Dave. I thought it was uh, just a full – Full team performance tonight, you know, offense, defense, special teams. And, Jeremy, you got to see what, what you could see it when the rain wasn't too heavy. You got to see it from really up close and personal view there. What was your thoughts on this picking program and anything that just jumped out to you that was kind of noteworthy uh, in a game like this? Oh, well, I mean, you know, it looked like typical picking football. Uh, you know, the biggest the biggest uh, points to take away for me, you know, we talked about it throughout the first half, the cleanliness of play. They came in off of a bye, hot. Um, you never really know how a team's going to start off after they've had a break. You can tell that they did a great job of preparing the kids, not only um, game plan-wise, but also just keeping their heads in it, getting their heads picked back up after a loss before that. Um, you know, we talked about the offensive line play several times throughout the night. They really got good push, especially from the left side of the offensive line where the big guys were at. Um, the other thing that we talked about, uh, you know, a little bit after uh, Slick is it, just the play of special teams. Um, it was good to see Morgan Kraft come in, get to kick the ball some. Um, got to see Edgar Cruz come in and finish the game off. But really, really special teams, the, big, the biggest takeaway for me uh, was the long snapping in the rain and then the handling of the ball by Robertson holding for the extra points. I think that's a great point by you, and I thought uh, Kane and Uzel did a good job. You know, we, we didn't really see the missed – mishandling of the wet ball as much as they did especially on special teams but you had Darrell Smith that came in to punting duty I think Clay mentioned that maybe our third or fourth guy that's punted this year but man special teams overall I mean we had two block punts had a touchdown so it was a really good night for our special teams and Dave I'll go to you because I know you've covered this this team uh, for the last two years we've watched these kids grow up as sophomores and they're now seniors but what does it do for this Picayune defense when the defensive line can be dominant? And boy, that front four, they were dominant tonight. Dude, they really were. And you could just see, um, and I want to use the word that Coach Steiger uses in uh, the interview, Slick, and uh, Chesby. He 
swagger. We got our swagger back. If, if you couldn't tell from the defensive line play tonight that they had a lot of swagger, um, just, uh, Jabari, uh, Dave McWilliams, we call him Dunk. I mean, what, he was just, he, he always talked to uh, Slick, but I know you don't hear that up there. But man, we spoke tonight, and uh, I mean, he, he got a touchdown on one of those block punts, and, and I got an interview with him tonight, and he talked about how that ball just seemed like it was up there forever. And it just I told him it just seemed like it just kind of fell out the sky and landed in his hands, and uh, he got the you know, touchdown for him. And uh, we also had a block getting tonight. So, uh, I mean, the special teams were just absolutely outstanding. But I think, um, you know, we go down there like in that first drive and we don't get we don't get the score. And then, uh, but the ball handling, I mean, that, I mean, that was such a great point with the ball handling. Um, you've seen it on uh, Pascal's first drive where they pumped the ball away on that mishandled uh, staff. And uh, it just seemed like they just could never get the ball. They couldn't catch a ball. And uh, I know PQ doesn't throw the ball, guys, but just tossing that ball back there, that's a risky thing to do in the rain. And PQ, uh, I mean, like you said, the D-line played great. Handled the ball, special teams. Uh, just a fantastic start, especially in that first half. No, I, I agree, man. And I think, you know, we were talking about this a little bit, Jeremy and I. I, I think the, the rain played a role. Um, no doubt in the passing Gula's offense and the, the style of offense that, that they like to play. But I still think that Picayune would have been dominant had it been dry all night. Dave, I'll come back to you one more time. I'm going to give Jeremy a chance to pull up some of our offensive stats uh, on the night. But, what you know, one of the things we talked about a lot last year was platoon guys, right? Clay uses that word platoon guys, guys that can come in and be called on. And, boy, we saw a couple of guys kind of emerge tonight. Um, what about Bam Parker, who – was really thrown to the wolves a little bit, having to come in with Chris Davis being out and play more in the secondary. He had an interception tonight, um, had another one that went through his hands. And what about this big 74, Nolan Smith, a sophomore, who now is coming down on kickoff team, just murdering people. I think we found some guys that are going to work themselves into some bigger roles. You started talking about people that kind of emerged. We've got a few like glimmers of Bam throughout the season. I think he kind of grew and started to see what, what possibly we can see out of him the rest of this year and in the future. But, man, Nolan coming down. The first time he played the first place, like when he came down on the kickoff, the guy blew him up. Like, he got blown up. Got right up. And made his help got into tackle. I mean, I don't know how many kids in high school football would have took the hit he took and then got back up. They probably would have just laid there. But he did got up and then, I mean, I, I know uh, he, he could just see the excitement of him coming off the uh, field in the special team tackles. And then he got a little bit of D-line play at the end of the season. And, uh, and I, I'm, I'm wondering, why well, it's almost like, where's he been on special teams uh, all season? Man, I think we found a, a special team stud. No doubt about that. I mean, I don't think we've seen many situations on a Picayune Maroon Tide kickoff team where we've had someone that plays offensive or defensive line running down, but a lot of good speed there. And I'll mention, too, just with the, with the kicking game, we talked about Morgan Kraft coming back, and, boy, what a weapon he was again tonight. I mean, our starting field position for our defense, he was putting them, you know, he was giving up probably 20 yards, 25 yards from what we've been averaging. 
doing our corner kicks and the guys that have stepped in uh, have done a, have done a really good job but it was nice to have him back and uh, Jeremy I'll go to you for some offensive numbers tonight yeah so we've got Darrell Smith leading the way 25 carries 127 yards with two touchdowns um, behind him would be Naki Ratcliffe's got five carries 110 yards two rushing touchdowns then he had the one reception for 17 yards Jeremiah had seven rushes for 35 yards with with one rushing touchdown. And I think that would be one of my bigger takeaways with this, just the fullback play. We got to see him get the ball a few more times than we have seen throughout the, the first half of this season. Absolutely. That's a lot of good points made there by you, Jeremy. And, you know, coming into this game, Dave, we were only – really our fullbacks had ten total carries. We had seven tonight. Uh, we got to see Jeremiah break loose for a long touchdown and 19 yards. And, and boy, what just uh, what about BJ Ducree, who's kind of been missing in action a little bit? Seems to have found a pretty good spot for him. He had two big carries on the ground, I think 32 yards from that wingback position, had a big catch. It was nice to see him uh, active again in the offense tonight. Yeah, uh, like I think with this picture on the milk card, I think they found him because he showed up tonight. And uh, man, uh, BJ Ducree, I, I even Drew was standing by me, and he was like, I think we found a spot for him. Uh, if it's offense, it's going to be very productive when he came around on one of those uh, wingback reverse. And, and I, it, that's, a, that's a hard thing. We talked about um, We talked about early in the season that uh, BJ was going to be one of our breakout players. And you kind of don't have to play his time. You know, as a kid, like, you know, that, that kind of takes a toll. You know, like he's been working hard. You come in, you're not really get to see the you know, the fruits of your labor and then but then the, the kind of now he got to get in that offense and just did what he was supposed to do tonight. And uh I, I think we made a great pick on a breakout player and I think it's gonna we're gonna see more of him. But also man, Naki right I mean Naki run the ball tonight, man. He had that one run down the sideline and uh unfortunately with the weather it was very, very difficult for me to video uh, much of the game, especially that second quarter. But it was like, uh, man, it, it was a month. And, uh, but I, I, BJ was nice to see and Naki uh, running the ball. It was just a uh, couple good play, plays by those uh, guys. A lot, a lot of good moments here, Jeremy. I'll go to you for your your final thoughts on the on the game. Uh, just anything else that maybe you want to make mention of. Yeah, I don't want to lose the fact that you know this is these are not real gaudy numbers from the quarterback position, but in the in the type of weather that we had, uh, we do need to mention that that Brady goes four for seven for forty six yards and also has the rushing touchdown on the night. Um, and then on top of that, you know we saw him come back in the second half with a little bit of a leg injury. Um, looked like a little bit of a nagging pain and he was able to make several completions throughout that drive and lead his team and then showed really good leadership on the sideline uh, which is something that's going to play a big toll throughout the rest of the season. I think that's a, that's another good point uh, for a closer remark. Leadership was definitely seen tonight. You've seen it with Brady. We saw it with some of the other guys to the senior class stepping up and doing this. Um, so I'll go back and just mention to uh, our, our rib, rib cracking player of the game, um, young man who's going to go see uh, Mr. Tony Smith and Stonewalls. We gave that to the young man we've already mentioned, Mr. Nolan Smith, Big 74, the sophomore, uh, the big hits he made on special teams tonight. And we, we gave our vote for player of the game. Uh, that's our Farm Bureau player of the, grant, uh, player of the game. We appreciate uh, Ross and his crew for sponsoring that for us. We put our vote for JB who I thought had a big game and uh, even scored a touchdown off of an Amarion Tyson block tonight. So 
that was who we put up. Of course, we'll have some stiff competition because I know Poplarville won, and they'll have some guys to put up too, but that was our vote. And, Dave, tell us real quick, too, who you got for interviews tonight. Man, I, I, I think I get this pretty much every week, like, without knowing. I got to be this week since I mentioned in an interview uh, and being a player in a game, and I thought he played extremely well. Mike Morrell, uh, he's going to be a, uh, he's going to be a manager. Play at the guy that before the game six. He's going to be a manager for the Mississippi Alabama uh, All Star Game, which is kind of cool because they only they only take two kids throughout the whole state to do that, and uh, he's lucky enough to be uh, to be able to do that. And then I got uh, I got Morgan Kraft. I thought I thought it was a great week to get Morgan uh, coming back, and, and man, he gave a good, a really great interview talking about the things he had to go through after the knee injury in baseball season and kind of just sitting there watching, you know, he even knew exactly how many games baseball and football can, you know, what could be out there. And a uh, great interview for Morgan. And then uh, got Nick Coach, uh, Cody Stogner, and then Mario Tyson again. He came up to me and was like, you guys, you're not going to interview me. And uh, I said, Mario, I'll interview you every week if you want to. So uh, I grabbed the Mario Tyson and got interviewed by him. And, uh, and, uh, my closest thing on this uh, game slick is uh, I, I totally agree with, with Stogner. This looked more like the the team that we see a big cover in the past two years. And if this continues, then maybe Ocean Springs have spoken to the Giant. I mean, it's a little early to say that because it's only one game. But I'm hoping we get to go look back at that Ocean Springs game and just say, well, Ocean Springs just woke up the big U Maroon Tide and we just kind of you know have the rest of the season like we've seen the last few years you know they definitely have their swagger picked up no doubt about that Dave so we got West Harrison next week and uh, I want to thank you and uh, and Jeremy for uh, braving the, the weather uh, tonight. I know you guys were drenched after this game, so appreciate you guys doing that. Appreciate all of our sponsors, and especially those that have listened. I look forward to hearing the interviews. Uh, I know, Dave, you got some good ones tonight, and uh, we're going to sign off. This is it for us from uh, War Memorial Stadium. Picking takes this contest 51-14 to to move to 1-0 in district play, and uh, we'll see you next week at West, at West Harrison. Thanks for listening. Bank with your hometown bank. FNB Picune Bank. With four branches in Picayune, a branch in Poplarville and Wiggins, and soon to have a branch in the Keel. The name has changed, but the employees continue to be the same friendly faces, offering you the same great service. So do your banking with your hometown bank. Picayune post-game podcast. We're standing by with our trainer, Mikey Morrell. Mikey just got selected this week to the Mississippi-Alabama all-star game. He's also going to go on to East Central after he's done here at, at Picayune and, and be the trainer there. Mikey, tell us how honored you were to be selected for that game. Oh, it was a, it was a, it, it, it was a good honor. You know what I'm saying? It was like a blessed. It was just, it was a blessing, honestly, a good blessing. God rewarded me for working hard. I put sweat in the bucket. So, yeah, so that's really about it. Man, it was funny to watch, like, the different graphics that came out with the kids that were uh, selected for games, man. And I think yours got uh, more response than anybody. You're beloved by um, the coaches that you work with and your classmates. How special is that to you? Yeah, it's just special because, like, it's, like, really, like, I built a, lot of, I built a lot of good relationships with everybody. So it's really about it, honestly. I'm just, I'm just blessed, honestly, real blessed. 
Todd, we, we get to see what you do uh, with the football program. Kind of walk us through not only what you do on Friday nights, but the, uh, the work leading up to Friday nights. And then also your work, I'm pretty sure you work with the b baseball program as well. Yes, so kind of walk us through uh, what all you do for Picayune Athletics. So for like football, we get to practice. I make the, uh, I just make, I make the water sometimes, I make the water. No, I spot the ball for the team, hustle, spot the ball for the team. At the practice, I made the Gatorades, football, game day, made the Gatorades and stuff, working hard. Then uh, baseball. What type Gatorade we making? What flavor, man? Blue Gatorade. Blue Gatorade. Blue Gatorade. Blue Gatorade. Can't get on blue. blue. Yeah. Blue is all good. And then uh, baseball, I work hard for baseball. Uh, sometimes, I, I just, I, sometimes I, I'll get the balls out to the outfield. I'll make water sometimes. I'll clean stuff. I clean the locker room at times. Just do, just do like small stuff. We'll leave some bigger things. Would uh, who would you credit, man? Whether it be a, a parent, a grandparent, aunt, uncle, uh, teacher, who would you credit um, some with the work ethic, man? That's uh, push you to go in this direction and, and push you to uh, either apply, go look at East Central, try to turn this into a, a chance to get uh, education at the next level. I say my uh, late father, my, my late father, because mm -hmm. uh, before he passed, he, before he passed, he, he told me to uh, keep going. So with, with that, I, just, I kept going. Everything I did, I, just, I go, I keep going and go harder. So, Amen. Thank you, Mikey, for what you do. Yes, sir. Around here, the tougher things get, the better we are, because all around Pearl River County, you'll find people working together, like your two hospitals, Highland Community and Pearl River County working together with Forest Health to bring you health care that's coordinated and complete. We're here for you now, and you know we'll be here tomorrow. Highland Community Hospital, Pearl River County Hospital, and Forest Health. Two great hospitals, one incredible health system. All right, I'm here with senior defensive tackle, uh, DN sometimes, uh, and tight end, what, hey, man does it all. Uh, block some punt tonight. I mean, uh, return a t punt for a touchdown. Block punt for a touchdown tonight. I'm here with JB McWilliams, uh, as uh, Clay likes to call dunk. I've just took down pass goal of 51 to 14 in the first region game of the season. JB, how's it feel to get that first region win in some pretty rough conditions tonight? Uh, we owe it to the people at home. Um, we ain't been playing our best game, but we back on track. Like I told everybody, we back rolling. JB, what'd you what'd you see on the block punt? Amarion comes and blocks it, and it looks like it's just he threw it to you. Yeah, uh, the ball was in the air for a pretty long time, so I was just looking. I was just looking. I said, "Ain't no way, ain't no way." As soon as I caught, I said, "I gotta get to the end zone." Skull. So yeah, it was amazing. Talk about the defense. Y'all played extremely well. I think the first half, uh, JB. I think they only had the only first downs they got were off of penalties, and and I mean, it, guys, when we talk about storming, you have to go watch some film. It was storming. Yeah, um, you know the boys, we like to play any type. We like to play football. It don't matter the weather. So we went in. We had a game plan. We we did what we had to do. Um, we talked about being brothers, and we you brothers, we together. We just work together and we play ball, pick you ball. Well, good job. Uh, got a fumble recovery, I believe, tonight, too, huh? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, yeah. Sir. Good game by uh, senior leader uh, JB McWilliams, 51 uh, 14 here in Pascagoula. Thanks, uh, JB, and uh, good luck next week uh, against West Harrison, I believe. Yes, sir. Thank you. Ready for faster internet and better service? Of course you are. And that's exactly what you'll get with Coast Connect. Coast Connect gives you blazing speed for faster downloads, streaming video, gaming, or working from home. And it's backed by top shelf service from local people you know and trust. Why wait? 
Get the speed you need with the service you deserve. Sign up today at coastconnect.com. Coast Connect, powered by Coast Electric. All right, I'm here with a uh, senior place kicker, uh, Morgan Kraft. First game back, Morgan. Yes, sir. How's it feel? Man, it feels good. You know, when it happened back in um, February, I thought I thought I'd never get a chance to actually kick again in high school. But it's just a great feeling to be back with my teammates. Yeah. So for everyone that don't know, Morgan, which what what all had happened to your knee? So I completely had a complete tear of my ACL, and I had to get four anchors in my meniscus. So Morgan plays baseball, and I guess that happened while he was playing baseball? Yes, sir. It happened at practice. I, um, I went up for a pot fly and at first base, and the second baseman called me off. And I was trying to avoid not running into him, so I kind of cut hard, and it popped, and I went down, and it just never looked back from there. Well, Morgan, talk a little bit about what you had to go through to get back out here tonight. Um, doing an injury like that, watching your baseball team play without you, and then Watching the, then you have to come through all that work. Watch your football team work, play without you, knowing you want to be out there. And then uh, the relief. Talk about the work you went through, it, but also the relief of tonight actually getting out there to kick. You know, um, when it happened, I I was on crutches for about a month and a half, and that was that was probably the most brutal work of my life. And I got to give a lot of credit to my mom. She helped me a lot. My dad, not so much. He was just he walked out most of the time. But uh, you know. Being on crutches and not being able to bend your leg, I mean, that's, that's something serious. And I had to go through, sit through 21 games, baseball and football, and just watch my teammates without me. And in the third round of the playoffs, we was in game three against East Central, and we was one hit away from going into South State, and it, it was just heartbreaking. And, uh, you know, therapy, it was, it was a big thing. I had to – there was so much new things that I had to do. I was doing something new every week. It was just a grind, three days a week for two hours a day. And I finally made it here. And tonight, I mean, I looked up in the stands. I got a good feel of the game. And I was just excited and blessed, all to God, that I'm be able to kick again. You look good tonight, Morgan. I don't know. I mean, how many how many extra points did you have? Seven. So seven. And we scored a lot tonight. Yeah. Seven extra points. Uh, good job, Morgan. And, uh, man, we're definitely glad to have you back. And uh, good luck the rest of the season. Yes, sir. Thank you. Healthy pets, happy people exceptional medicine, compassionate care. That's our motto at the Animal Health Clinic in Picayune. Located at 500 Kelly Road, we are equipped with the latest veterinary technology and provide a full menu of animal health services, including after hours emergencies. Dr. Alan Smith invites you to join our clinic family by checking out our website at ahcpicayune.com or calling us at 601-799-1300. All right, I'm here with a uh, senior linebacker, Marion Tyson, and uh, Marion, big. You, I don't know how many sacks you had. A couple sacks tonight, or one one sack, and then a bunch of tackles for a loss. I don't know if it was a sack or tackle for a loss. I don't keep stats, and it was raining, yeah. so I didn't have any way of keeping up with the game. Most like uh, with my phone, yeah. but a uh, great game by you. But the big play of the game was the the block punt. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I see. You. I see they had switch formations. They were trying to get on me. I seen how they trying to put big ball, big 48, trying to get on me. I hit behind Coop. Even though I looked, I had to use my height as an advantage. I tell everybody. So when, I, when they snapped the ball, got through the – but I really appreciate this team. I like this defense. These are my boys. I really love it. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do this without them. Marion, we're going we're gonna to talk a little bit about what, what, what you got told this week. And uh, I want to tell you congrats on here for the Mississippi-Alabama game. And the first thing you pointed out to me was what? You see, uh, Mr. Davis, you see the heights on all them? Oh, yeah. Man, have you ever worried about that? I'm never worried about that. Height don't mean a thing. 
I got a saying going for myself, hard over hype. It's been going on since, since I was little, hard over hype. Well, uh, congrats on the win tonight. Re it's always good to get that first region win. And uh, hey, good luck in that game. I know we're gonna have, we got a season to worry about, but uh, definitely gonna be watching you play. Uh, get some really good uh, football players from Alabama. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Can't wait to play. Thank you, Mario. Dungan Engineering is a unique force in problem solving in the state of Mississippi. They have offices in Brookhaven, Columbia, Picayune, and Macomb. Dungan Engineering has the capability to provide expansive and complex services to state agencies, local governments, utility providers, and national firms. They do this all while preserving the good neighbor attitude that allows them to be active members in the communities they serve. Their motto is service, strength, solutions. It's not just words, not just goals, and not just an outcome. All right, I'm here with uh, head coach Cody Stogner following the 51-14 region win. So that makes it even better uh, here at Pascagoula. Coach, congrats on the uh, region win. Uh, the conditions, <laughs> they weren't ideal. No, no, definitely far from ideal. But, you know, it's good to get off to a great start, a fast start in this division because I really believe this division is going to, you know, it's going to be a tough one every Friday night. We know we're going to be circling everybody's schedule. So we just got to bring it. And I thought we brought it for most of the game except for probably about two or three plays right there. But, you know, that's something why we get a little upset. We strive for perfection. and We want to be perfect. We want to be perfect for every second of 48 minutes. But, man, we fought hard. We, we didn't let – we didn't we didn't gripe and complain about, about the rain and – uh, we fought through it, and, you know, I think we handled a little better than they did. Coach, I didn't keep stats, but – and I was in and out of watching the game. I believe the only first downs they got in the first half may have been off a penalty. <laughs> I don't think – I only think they might have got about two of them. I don't think the first one really came until about the second quarter. So, yeah. our defense was lights out tonight, man. They were flying around the football. They were playing with that swagger we're used to seeing them play with. And, you know, and it's good to be back seeing that type of football. We talked about in locker room before we came out. You know, of course, you know the standard is for picking, but we're going to try and go above that standard. And that's what, you know, they're striving for. And I think we saw a little bit of it tonight. Coach, you think the week off kind of helped them oh, get, to get their mind right? 100 percent. You know, we were able to get back to being better picking football team and like you know we talked about the swagger i think we kind of got back out there and went to, to our basic stuff and said hey we're gonna play our brand of football we ain't trying you know i'm guilty of it we talked about it the other day everybody was looking to december you know what well there's a bunch of fridays before then and the only one that matters was tonight and now the only thing that matters next week is next friday so we, we talked we talked long and hard that hey we, that if it's the good little wants us there he'll get us there let's focus on now is next week against uh west harrison well, good luck next week uh we at home we don't have many of Man, them but... i can't wait i know you're right we're gonna really you know what we're gonna take full advantage of it i promise you we're gonna have the best monday of the year because we owe our fans a little bit better performance than what we did last time at home so y'all come out y'all hear that come out and watch the tide homecoming i believe so uh come come celebrate uh with the Tide uh, homecoming, and hopefully we'll get the win over Harris West Harrison. Uh, congrats, Coach. Yeah, thank you. Roll Tide.